This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. So you need my lawyer friend. I don't know who Phil DeFranco is. Tell your to be or not to be sexy story from the Discord. You're talking about the Olympics. Where they... One was the Olympics and one, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what all the stories were. I have multiple stories about women having their bodies policed by sports authorities. I'm not sure what they all are because I haven't read them. I thought about doing them all as a like a package deal tonight, and I didn't. Warlord beat me to it in the Discord. I saw that as we were coming on. I, <laughs> I had some other shit I wanted to do. So, I'm about ready to tell you guys the story of the semi-famous transsexual conservative that I've been talking to. The... <laughs> I think she's blocked me and things are not going to go forward anymore. So I'm going to be ready to lay that whole story on you guys and let you know what happened. But like, seriously, you can, you can Google her and find pictures of her at MAGA rallies and on the front. Like she sent me the fucking cover of a HuffPost piece. It didn't have anything to do with her, but she's like front and center at the MAGA rally. And I'm like, oh my God. I was doing my best to not only get her on the show, but to fuck her, you know, because she was hot. Her her profile stated that she turned the blue red and turned straight men gay. And I'm like, I'd like to see you turn this blue red. Matter of fact, I have a talk show and I want to invite you on. And so it started this whole back and forth discussion, but I don't think I got to see the last message she sent me because I think she blocked me. (laughs) Oh, but that would have been so interesting. Like she's here. She's here in my town. Like I wanted her to come and sit here in this chair and, you know, then go back to the bedroom after the show. I was, I was thinking it was going to go well. I was going to be blonde. I even said my chat would be nothing but respectful of you. Even though you're a you're a moron, <laughs> and I'm assuming she's got money, you know, because that's the only way you can be a right winger to be completely fucking stupid or to have money. Oh God, we got so much to talk about tonight. Liberty University has been hit with a lawsuit. Apparently, they got a whole rape scandal going on. A Baptist children's director has been hit with even more charges. I wanted to say he was arrested, but I think he's just been hit with more charges. I think he was already in custody. We've got a crazy-ass attack on emergency crews in Arizona we're going to have to talk about. A, a, A teenage pilot landed a plane on an interstate. That's going to be interesting. Plus, we've got Tom Brady making a joke about his butt buddy Trump. I thought they were butt buddies, but... Brady made a joke with Biden at the White House today, but we're going to start off tonight talking about <laughs> Senator Rand Paul. By the way, uh, apparently I'm on at the same time as the 
Michael Brooks tribute on TMBS. I do not blame anyone if they watch that instead of me tonight. Uh, I've been watching Michael Brooks clips all day. Uh, Rest in power, motherfucker. I'm really sad that Michael died when he did because um, I wasn't really a fan of Michael, but boy, did he grow on me. And that mother, he is hilarious. I've sat here today, watched so many of his debates, clips from from other shows and stuff. I like, we lost a good one. So it's the one year anniversary of Michael's death. I don't blame anybody if they go over to TMBS and watch that shit. That shit's on YouTube too. But we're gonna start off tonight by talking about Dr. Fauci and Senator Rand Paul's exchange this morning in a Senate hearing. What I find crazy about this clip is that right-wingers have been sharing it out and they think Rand looks good and that he destroyed Fauci in the clip. As you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 100... None of us are high enough for this shit. ...creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, You stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the act. Did I do some illegal lobbying? No. No, I didn't. But apparently the chairman of Trump's inaugural committee did. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes spike genes and combine them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses no, that- I want to be clear when they get into the lab leak theory here in just a second that none of the gene sequencing matches any of the sequencing in the lab that we know of. Nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. <laughs> but the NIH... Jet fuel doesn't melt Wuhan! ...defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as... Now, he's got some visual aids back here. I kind of wish we could see them. The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research 
that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. What was, let me finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying. The fucking right wingers love to do this fucking semantics game. I do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. It's true. Let's read from the NIH gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research... I wish it was a crime for a member of Congress to get up there and lie. ...that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals, and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function... It is not. It's a dance, and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure... As I understand it, and I don't fucking know enough about this shit to make an assessment, neither does anybody fucking else, including Rand Paul. That's why we need to defer to actual people that know what they're fucking talking about. As I understand it, it was a... a, um, a predictability thing. It had nothing to do with actually creating viruses. That they were just, like, creating models that they would be able to use. But there was no live viruses. But I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about this shit. Responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's, let's send Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from... Fauci fired up. ...to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It didn't I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, yeah, you notice how he said it. We don't know, but all the evidence points that it came from the lab. No, 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 no. The evidence doesn't point that it came from the lab. Because it seems to me, and like, apparently the argument is that the two people that are the foremost experts in this shit have been tainted by grants or some some shit. That's the right-wing argument. Those two people, both of them, when they first heard about COVID, when they heard the first stories coming from Wuhan, the the Chinese scientist and the and the and the uh, World Health Organization scientist, the Bat Lady and the the Doziak guy, they both went, "Oh my God, this is a lab leak!" Looked at the evidence and go, "Swoo, not a lab leak." So, I mean, that that tells me that they are pretty well confident that it wasn't. And I think that the fact that they both initially said, oh my God, this was a lab leak, 
kind of goes against the idea that they were trying to cover it up. It, it seems to go against logic. Because Doziak had the fucking letter, to the email to Fauci that came out. Where he was like, you need to look at this as if it was a lab leak. But then he later changed his position after he looked at the evidence and evaluated it. That that tells me that like he is an honest actor in this. I have no reason to believe he's not, but the right-wing argument is like, oh, they're paid off with grant money, which always, it's hilarious to me. They can tell me that grant money corrupts research in the public sphere, but they never bring up the profit motive in the free market. There will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally this committee will allow the witness to. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature. It is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. That those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition. But you were trying to draw other conclusions from that, Paul, you asshole. And you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. You are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to... Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists... Not a fucking uh, ophthalmologist or, or optometrist or whatever the fuck Rand Paul is. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individuals. That's exactly what he was doing. Totally resent that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Facts. And the right-wing lies all throughout this pandemic has resulted in people not wanting to get the vaccine for any fucking reason there's nothing that's going to convince them i think we've we've hit the threshold we've hit where we're, we're the number of people that are vaccinated now are the number of people that are going to be vaccinated so this is an axios piece from today strategies to reach the unvaccinated percentage of unvaccinated people responding to if each of the following were to happen how likely if at all would you be to get the covid 19 vaccine Uh, Could you get the vaccine at your doctor's office? Given paid time off. Celebrity or public figure endorsed the vaccine. I, like, the only one that would have mattered was Trump, and that time is gone. If he had come out in January and said, Hey, me and Melania, we got the vaccine. Go get your vaccine. Geraldo and Sean Hannity coming out now isn't going to help anything. I'll give Geraldo credit all through the pandemic. He has been a voice of reason on Fox. 
Most Americans who still aren't vaccinated say nothing. Not their own doctor administering it. A favorite celebrity's endorsement or even paid time off is likely to make them get the shot, according to the latest installment of the Axios-Ipsos Coronavirus Index. The findings are more sobering evidence of just how tough it may be to reach herd immunity in the U.S., but they also offer a roadmap for trying the public health equivalent of, so you're telling me there's a chance. The part of the population that are nudgeable and another part that are unbudgeable. This is according to Cliff Young, president of Ipsos USA Public Affairs. I think I put an A in there. The U.S. Public Affairs, from a public health standpoint, they've got to figure out how you nudge the nudgeable. 30% of U.S. adults in our national survey said they haven't yet gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. Half of them had a hard no, saying they're not at all likely to take it. We asked the unvaccinated about how likely they'd be to take it in a number of scenarios. The best, prospect, uh, the best prospect was a scenario in which they could get the vaccine at their regular doctor's office, but even then, 55% said they'd remain not at all likely, and only 7% said they'd be very likely to do it. Overall, Americans' concerns are rising for activities like seeing family and friends outside the home, going to the grocery store, or sports events. Or getting on a plane, those concerns had subsided as vaccines became widely available, but the numbers are creeping back up after recent reports of rising infection rates and the dangers of the Delta variant. But this trend is being driven by the vaccinated. The unvaccinated are no more concerned than they were before, which wasn't much. Contrast to unvaccinated Americans' resistance to getting a shot at all, most vaccinated Americans said they'd go a step farther by getting a booster shot under a wide variety of hypothetical conditions. Well, I mean, I went into getting my vaccine with figuring, like, um, about a year I'm going to have to have another one. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a yearly thing that we're going to have to be vaccinated for. Now, the question is, is it going to be more than a yearly thing? Is it going to have to be like a six-month shot that we get? That's what we don't know. I mean, misinformation is one of the reasons why alarming number of Americans think vaccines contain microchips to control people. I mean, we ain't even got that technology yet. We're on the cusp of it. We're close in some instances, but we do not have that technology yet. If we did, they wouldn't be using it to microchip you, dumb fuck. One-fifth of polled adults believe it is definitely true or probably true that COVID-19 vaccinations contain government-issued microchips. According to a new survey, the survey was conducted by The Economist YouGov and published this week. It asked about 1,500 Americans aged 18 and over if the U.S. government is using the COVID-19 vaccine to microchip the population. 5% of respondents said the statement was definitely true, while 15% said the statement was probably true. When broken down along party lines, the survey found that 32% of Republicans said it was definitely or probably true. Well, 14% of Democrats said it is definitely or probably true. 
Those without college degrees were also more likely to believe the microchip conspiracy compared to those who have one. Now, you might have seen a shift in the coverage on the news here in the U.S. regarding mandates and lockdowns. There's been a hard backlash from right-wing media about the possibility of fresh mandates. When, like, we don't even see any indication that that's going to be a thing, really, until, like, maybe this week we're starting to see officials meet. Now, L.A. County did reinstitute a mask mandate, apparently. The Department of Health is... But now, uh, other municipalities are talking about what restrictions that may be coming... Should rates continue to rise, New Orleans could bring back the mask mandate and fall events are in jeopardy. Once again, I have concert tickets. I think it's the end of September. It might be the first week of October. I don't think I'm going to that concert. Not not that I'm not. I will wear my N95 mask. It's an outdoor concert. I'm going to go. I haven't seen a live show in quite some time. If it happens, I don't think it's All options are on the table, said City of New Orleans spokesman Bo Tidwell. I thought the summer would have been a perfect time. Pay everybody to stay home. Get this motherfucker under control because apparently, you know, it subsides somewhat in the summer. Or at least the older variants did. The Delta variant contains a thousand times more of the viral load. Than the original variant. Spread of the Delta variant and spike in cases locally threatens major fall activities, including full attendance at Saints games and the rescheduled Jazz and Heritage Festival. It could also cause the city of New Orleans to reinstate masking requirements and possibly other mitigation measures. Let's hear from a spokesman for the city of New Orleans. Is reporting statewide hospitalizations have more than doubled in two weeks. And the positivity rate right now has more than doubled. Uh, It's over 5%. Nearly all of these cases are stemming from the Delta variant. And once again, lagging indicators. In two or three weeks, it's going to look even worse. We have to take action now to stem two or three weeks from now. And we're not going to. Uh, Our main priority continues to make sure that everybody gets Right as kids start going back to school. This is a recipe for disaster. We are looking at potential additional mitigation measures that may become necessary. You're going to hear more about that tomorrow from the mayor and from Dr. Avegna. That'll be tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but we want to be clear that all options are on the table, um, that the statistics and the startling rise in case numbers that we're seeing are a tremendous cause for concern, um, and that we're going to do everything we can to get that back under control. Vaccinations are absolutely going to be the key in this, as you've heard the doctor Uh, And the mayor say repeatedly, over 99% of the fatalities we are seeing have been from unvaccinated individuals. So vaccination remains the key. Uh, But this rapid spread of the Delta variant is a cause for tremendous concern. Um, It potentially puts not only the progress that we have made at risk, but all the exciting things that we are looking forward to this fall. Uh, Those things are potentially threatened by this spread. Mm -hmm. That's why it's absolutely critical that we do everything we can to get it under control. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be concert tours and shit any this year. 
What's going on right now is all you're going to get. I, I don't know when they're going to actually shut that shit down. I don't, I like, I feel like the Biden administration's thought process on it is like, we offered everybody a vaccine. We're not shutting the economy down. We're not going to give everybody the tools to allow the economy to shut down again. It's going to be neoliberal fucking policies. They might use it. They might. If we see another spike, they might use it as another way to fucking goose the economy and suck more money from taxpayers and funnel it to private entities. The banks will never not take that opportunity. And I wonder exactly what is going through the minds of everybody on Capitol Hill right now with the staffers in the White House and Pelosi's office testing positive for the coronavirus. A White House staffer and an aide to Speaker Nancy Pelosi tested positive for the coronavirus this week. Officials confirmed to the Hill on Tuesday. Neither individual had close contact with President Biden or Pelosi, officials said, but the cases reflect the ongoing threat of the virus to lawmakers, administration officials, and their staff as coronavirus cases spike across the country. That's another thing. Fucking, I saw Roman Reigns walk down the ramp with all these fans that didn't have masks on. Motherfucker had leukemia. That's how that's how they had to get his ass over. Nobody liked Roman Reigns until he went away with the leukemia. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they're thinking if they like put him on his deathbed and then bring him back again, will be even more popular. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters that uh, there had been other positive tests among White House staffers, though she did not provide details on how many or when they happened. This shit spreads like wildfire. The White House is not considering a change in its health protocols in light of other positive tests. Oh, God damn. What in the fuck? Those close to Biden are tested regularly and follow federal guidance on masking and distancing and staffers are asked to stay home if they show symptoms associated with the virus. Biden, who is 78, was fully vaccinated against the virus in January. Of course he was. All of them have been vaccinated up there on the hill. Well, no, not all of them. There's a handful of Republicans... We don't know about Rand Paul, if he's been vaccinated or not. He says he's got natural immunity. I hope he's not been vaccinated. (laughs) Geraldo Rivera knocks crazy talk about right uh, not to be vaccinated. Apparently, Geraldo has been on fire here. Hi, happy Sunday. Hate to disturb you on your day off, but there's some things I want to say and need to say about vaccine skepticism. I am extremely concerned about the fact that there are way too many Americans who are skeptical. First of all, why are you telling us? Why aren't you telling the people what's your fucking network, dude? About the efficacy of uh, the vaccine, the Moderna, the Pfizer, the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccines. They are safe and effective. They have been used now by almost 200 million Americans. So stop the bullshit. They are safe and effective, period. 
it is not an accident that every single person in the hospital right now in Los Angeles for a COVID-related sickness is unvaccinated. Unvaccinated people are getting sick, period. Now, I hate uh, vaccine skeptics who are spreading malicious lies. Now, I have examined uh, my colleagues at Fox News who have been alleged to be part of that process. I caution everybody, including them, to be careful what you say. I also hasten to add that the charges against them were grotesquely exaggerated. No, 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 no. I've seen what Tucker Carlson has been saying, Geraldo. Don't try to bullshit me. They weren't talking about the vaccines not working. The vaccines work. Damn it, the vaccines work. If you're sick in the hospital with COVID, there is no doubt that you were unvaccinated. Now, I also fault the so-called progressive media for seizing every little case that involves, oh, this one uh, causes some Gideon Barai. This one causes this. There's uh, six people that got sick here. Uh, 200 people got sick there. Almost 200 million Americans have been vaccinated. I don't mean to come on so strong. I believe this very, very deeply. Unvaccinated people get sick. Vaccinated people do not get sick. Do not- I, I, uh, what, Geraldo is being hyperbolic there. No, vaccinated people can still very much get sick. Just the the likelihood of you dying goes drastically down, as Scott Steiner would say. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I fucked up his quote. The odds of you dying drastic go down. <laughs> like fucking 98, 97%. Sure, like you're not going to die. But like people that still have underlying health conditions, people that are are old are very much still susceptible to, you know, croaking. It's a thing that happens. The vaccine is not completely bulletproof. Giving you a, a bullshit story otherwise is lying to you for political or ideological reasons. Get vaccinated. Unvaccinated people get sick. Thank you. Thank you, Geraldo. You still tried to, like, you know, throw some shade at the left there, or progressive media. Now, if you are worried about vaccine mandates, apparently they are far more likely once we actually get full approval by the FDA. United States could see a wave of COVID-19 vaccine mandates as soon as the Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to one or more of the shots public health experts predicted. The three vaccines authorized by the FDA for emergency use against the coronavirus have proven safe and effective under uh, the expedited review process and in the real world. And doctors and the nation's top public health officials have said there's no need for anyone to wait to get inoculated. As the pace of vaccinations lags and concerns about highly contagious Delta variant grow, the official regulatory sign-off would remove a significant legal and public relations barrier for businesses and government agencies that want to require vaccinations for their employees and customers, former health officials from the Biden and the Obama administration said. 
I think once the vaccines go through full FDA approval, everything should be on the table. And I think that everything will be on the table at the level of municipalities, states, employers, venues, government agencies, said Andy Slavitt, who stepped down as President Joe Biden's COVID response coordinator last month and remains in close contact with administration officials. Well, makes sense. Employers requiring vaccination will go a long way in lifting our vaccination rate. Now, don't be fooled by Geraldo and the viral Hannity clip. Fox News host Sean Hannity received a round of applause on Tuesday for comments he made Monday night urging his viewers to please take COVID seriously. Just like we've been saying... Please take COVID seriously. Just like we've been saying, what the fuck? What? Seriously, I can't say it enough. Enough people have died. We don't need any more deaths. Research like crazy. Talk to your doctor, your doctors, medical professionals you trust based on your unique medical history, your current... Did he say doctor's doctor? Talk to your doctor's doctor. Or did I, like, mishear that? Professionals you trust based on your unique... Take you all the way back. Research like crazy. Talk to your doctor, your doctors, medical professionals you trust based on your unique medical history, your current medical condition. Doctor and doctors. Your doctor make a very important decision for your own safety. Take it seriously. You also have a right to medical privacy. Doctor-patient confidentiality is also important. And it absolutely makes sense for many Americans to get vaccinated. I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. Just like we've been saying, please take COVID. Some observers interpreted that clip and others from Monday of Fox News personalities endorsing COVID-19 vaccines as evidence a change of tone is afoot at America's most watched cable news network. But don't be fooled, Fox's COVID-19 coverage is still a mess. Consider, we're reading from Vox right now. Consider, uh, for instance, that the viral clip of Hannity talking about vaccines came immediately before he pivoted to a story about a college athlete who was temporarily paralyzed after she took a different sort of vaccine in 2019. The subtext being that inoculations are more dangerous than the experts would have you believe and that mandates are ill-advised. Or consider, as Matt Gates detailed for Media Matters, that Hannity's comments were sandwiched between shows anchored by Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram that both pushed vaccine misinformation. There's some screenshots of Tucky's show. It's true that Hannity was not the only Fox News personality to speak out on behalf of vaccines on Monday. And that's the thing. I wonder what is going on. Maybe there are some people, uh, the oligarchs that run this fucking country, that see like the writing on the wall, like the economy is going to fucking completely collapse if we don't actually get this thing in check. And they want to actually get us to herd immunity because what's the deal with the messaging from the right all of a sudden jumping on vaccines this week? 
So this is the clip of, of Ducey and Kill Me the other morning. Vaccination, that's your choice. And if you did, like I did, and, and they did, and maybe you did, then you should not wear a mask. And if you didn't, if you want to go cliff diving this weekend, you don't have to check with me. It seems a little dangerous, but I'm not going to judge you. And if you go ahead and put yourself in danger, if you feel as though this is not something for you, don't do it. But don't affect my life. 90, 99% of the people who are dying from COVID are unvaccinated. That's so their choice. They don't want to die. That's their choice. Now they've been pumped full of bullshit by right-wing grifters. Yeah, there are videos on YouTube of Tucker, like the evolution of him really like, there's a really good one of him like analyzing Pat Buchanan and talking about how Pat Buchanan is a fraud and then like just pulling the Pat Buchanan playbook. Fox News didn't immediately respond to Vox's uh, request for comment about what guidelines, if any, hosts are provided about how to talk about COVID-19 and COVID-19 vaccines on the show. But incoherency has been the hallmark of the network's coverage since the beginning. For instance, in March of last year, uh, they wrote about how Hedy insisted he had never called the virus a hoax just nine days after he cried this new hoax. In all seriousness... I think we've got to be very real with the American people. I don't like how we are scaring people unnecessarily. And that is that unless you have a comp- an, an immune system that's compromised and you are older and you have other underlying health issues, you are not going to die 99% from this virus, correct? Not true. No, no, not correct. All right, so that's the point. I mean, with this case- And why would you ask Representative Doug Collins and not a virologist? Yeah, and I think what we're looking at- There was him saying new hoax. By the way, this program has always taken the coronavirus seriously, and- Nine days later. We are not the only country certainly having problems with the coronavirus. Especially countries that don't have access to the vaccine like we do. Ran locked down uh, the capital amid COVID surge ahead of, um, what is Ed Mubarak? Ed Mubarak? Oh, fuck. I think I went through this last year. Oh, I'm the, I'm, I got the holiday wrong. Ed, uh, Ed Ha. Fuck. Let's learn what it is. Well, give me the pronunciation here before I actually read the definition. Idaladha. 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 I'm still fucking Idaladha. Idaladha. Oh fuck. Idalaha is the latter of the two Islamic holidays celebrated worldwide each year. The other being Eid al-Fatah. I'm probably fucking that one up too. It honors the willingness of Abraham to sacrifice his son Ishmael. A fucked up holiday is what it is. The willingness of a dude to sacrifice his son to the voices in his head. 
But I mean, that story is not, uh, that wasn't a shot at Islam because that story is in like all three major religions. Provinces in Tehran and neighboring Alborz have been put under lockdown by the Iranian government for six days starting on Tuesday as COVID-19 cases have risen sharply ahead of Ed Awaha holidays. Iran cel- I fucked it up again, I'm sure. Iran celebrates the Muslim holiday on Wednesday and the following two days with the country's weekend, which usually prompt millions to travel mostly to the cooler provinces in the north of the country. More than 200 daily deaths in July, about half of which are being recorded in the capital. More than 25,000 daily cases, the highest figure since April, have spurred authorities to enforce the lockdown that will last until Sunday. True, true, it was a Western voice pronouncing it. Or a robotic Western voice. Now, I want to, while we're on the topic of Iran, I want to show you this piece from MRC TV. This is a far-right piece of propaganda. They shared this out on Facebook. Makes you glad to be an American. Iran is shooting protesters because the protesters are chanting death to dictator and death to uh, Khamenei. Makes you glad to be an American because, you know, they don't shoot protesters in the street in the U.S. Holy fuck! Where were these people last year? These are the same motherfuckers pushing for bills to run protesters over in the streets. Makes you glad to be American because Iran is now is are you telling on yourselves motherfuckers are you saying we're like Iran and the fact that our cops shoot protesters in the fucking streets are you pointing out that the US is indeed an authoritative state I'll agree with you there but I like I think you're oblivious to what happened last year Jesus Christ That's true. To be fair, when they protest, they don't get shot. Case in point being all the protests in uh, southern Florida right now where the cops are assisting. Florida, Florida, which passed a law against blocking roadways. The cops are helping the protesters that are pro-Cuba or pro... I don't even know. Not pro-Cuba. pro-right-wing propaganda protests of Cuba. And you get an amen. The cops are helping them block the streets in Florida in a state where they passed a law where it's illegal to block the streets. I... I do not encourage violence. However, I feel that it would be ironic if somebody was to, you know capitalize on one of those protester laws several states have passed now the protests in Iran are about conditions under COVID-19 about the sanctions from the US that they're being brutalized just like with Cuba 
This piece of news coming today, Iran's Security Council rejects the draft nuclear deal with the U.S. Iran's Supreme National Security Council has rejected a draft agreement negotiated indirectly with the U.S. over the past three months in Vienna, a government spokesperson said on Thursday. This decision seems to indicate that incoming president, I have never heard his name pronounced, so I'm going to fuck it up. Abraham Razi will seek to renegotiate the draft agreement and seek a better deal for Iran. It also confirms that no deal on Iran's nuclear program will be reached before Razi, a hardliner, takes office next month. That was the worry when I read when I read in the story of the incoming administration. They are more radical Islamic right wing. The Supreme National Security Council makes Iran's most sensitive foreign policy decisions, and the special committee overseeing the Vienna talks consists of hardliners and members of Razi's incoming government. I I don't think people think Trump is stupid. Even like RB. Thank you. I don't know if you're live with us right now. You say you're watching on delay. But this is a perfect segue into the next story. Like... Oh, that wasn't the story I was wanting to do. We'll go the other way with these stories. Here we go, here we go. No matter what stupid thing Trump says, right-wingers still stand by him. He said another stupid one. At least we learned about it today. Trump said that Washington and Lincoln... Washington running as president and Lincoln running as vice president, that ticket would have had a hard time beating Trump Pence before the pandemic. I think it would be hard if George Washington had come back from the dead and he chose Abraham Lincoln as his vice president. I think it would have been very hard for them to beat me. Trump told the Washington Post Carol Lenning and Philip Rucker during an interview for their book, I Alone Can Fix It. Trump's hypothetical prediction, however, starkly contrasts with historians' outlook on the list of foreign presidents. I mean, can you imagine if Bill Clinton had said something like that? Bill Clinton, who was riding a wave of popular... If I had been allowed to run for a third term... Abraham Lincoln and George Washington wouldn't have been able to beat me. I do horrible impressions. I can't do Trump. I can't do Clinton. Nobody. Absolutely, Trump is in Trump. Trump has lived his entire life in denial. This is we are seeing a old man who is going senile, who is losing his marbles, who has one hundred percent gotten to live in denial his entire fucking life. I can do Creed, yes. I can do a good Creed impression. Can you take me higher? It also translates to Pearl Jam, apparently. I can do Pearl Jam impression. Eddie Vedder, I guess. 
But I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe the right wingers are kind of turning on Trump now. Tom Brady is a hard right winger. He was at the White House today meeting with Joe Biden. No doubt in my mind, like a week from now, all these players are going to test positive for fucking COVID. Yes, yes, I'll also do a good shit. If I could turn back time. Uh, thank you very much. For but your- maybe they're turning on him. Uh, your entire staff has given us today. Um, I think what behind me is an amazing group of of. Players, we have a bunch of coaches and staff here sitting down, and uh, it was actually a very challenging season for a lot of reasons. Um, but we bonded together. Uh, we worked really hard. We put all our wait, wait. How does this dude look younger than I do? Is it just money? <laughs> the dude's like fifty or something, isn't he? What the wait? What? He looks like he's 20-something. Our individual agendas aside, and we came together as a team. And sports has an amazing way of bringing people together. If you look at us, we're all a little bit different ages. I'm a little older than most of them. Uh, But we come from a lot of different places across the country, a lot of different schools, a lot of different backgrounds. But uh, we love each other. We're committed to one another. Um, And when you do that, amazing things happen. And um, these guys are an amazing group of men. it didn't look great there. At one point, we were 7-5, and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. Um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And, um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. I'm Brady's a Trump supporter. Now, apparently... I read that Brady did not make the trips to the White House during the Obama administration or the Trump administration. So this is the first time at the White House since George Bush was in office. Once again, Tom Brady is way older than me, right? Why does he look far younger than I am? Maybe the adrenochrome thing is real and Tom Brady's one of them. Fuck. What down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years. Yeah, you're right. The term limits. Where does it like... He just set the president for two terms. They do that to me. <laughs> so uh, it's great to be, you know, we're on the eve of football season. We start uh, tomorrow practice, and we're going to do everything we can. Are we on the eve of football season? I can't do, I can't do Bush. So... Taking shots at Trump. It wasn't a good day for Trump, I assume. He was getting shots taken at him by his buddy Tom Brady. Apparently, they used to pay, play golf together. And also, Trump's 2017 inaugural chairman was charged with seven felony counts of illegal lobbying, obstruction of justice, and false statements. So his name is Tom Barrick or Tom Barack was arrested on Tuesday and charged with seven felony counts, including acting as an unregistered agent of a foreign government, obstruction of justice and false statements to other defendants, Matthew Grimes and Rashid Sultan Rashid Al Malik. I'm sorry. I, I attempted that one. Rashid Sultan Rashid Al Malik Al Shali 
were charged along with Barack. According to the uh, indictment, all three defendants are accused of one count of acting as unregistered foreign agents and one count of conspiring. I was not making fun of your uh, Arabic name, sir. I was... It was a long name. It was multiple... It was repetitive, too. And I... I made the even even your long ass repetitive name. I made an attempt to give you some respect the day that you have been uh, charged with multiple uh, crimes. Uh, Baracker Barrick was additionally charged with one count of obstruction of justice and four counts of making material false statements to the FBI. A spokesperson for Barack told Insider that he would plead not guilty to the charges against him. Ain't got Trump to help you out of this one, buddy. I also don't think Trump can help out his buddy over at Liberty University, but I guess they already ousted him, so. Liberty University enabled on-campus rapes, according to 12 women who filed a lawsuit against it. Comes as a shock to no one. Like a Trump associate being charged. A 15-year-old reported being sexually assaulted. A 15-year-old! A 15-year-old reported being sexually assaulted at a Liberty... I'm sorry, like, content warning, guys. My apologies. This is horrific. A 15-year-old reported being sexually assaulted at a Liberty University camp, according to a lawsuit. The university police blamed her for violating the Liberty Way and needlessly had her strip naked and spread her butt... What?! So she went to the university police of this Christian university to report a sexual assault and she got sexually assaulted again. Fuck. Lawsuit filed Tuesday morning in U.S. District Court for the Eastern... District of New York says that during the 2000 incident, Liberty threatened to charge the teenager with filing a false report, made her ride in a police car with her alleged attacker, and questioned her without water or food for eight hours, all while failing to properly investigate her alleged attacker, Jesse Matthew Jr., who went on to murder two college students years later. What? In advance of being filed, the lawsuit was provided to ABC 13's Cynthia Beasley, who has been investigating for a year and a half allegations that Liberty University violated Title IX rules, repeatedly threatened victims with honor code violations, and downplayed sexual assault allegations. You're right, Tones. I shouldn't be surprised. I know how prevalent assault is on on just public university campuses and the extent that they go to to cover it up. So when we're talking about a private institute, 
that's associated with fucking the, the Falwells that's Christian, like, I, I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised by any of this. I guess my shock is how, like, this isn't a story. We hear about all this bullshit that right-wingers are scared of. Ad nauseum. We have to hear about Antifa being violent and the border crisis and inflation. Just absolute nonsense. But, like, this isn't front-page fucking news? What kind of world do we live in? And the, and the QAnon fucks say that, that, like, this is what they are supposedly against and fighting to, to protect children from. I always, like, start in the churches, motherfuckers. You want to protect children, you QAnon fucks. Go and post up in the church. You probably already are. That's the problem. Because it's just projection. It's nothing but projection. Another story I should not be shocked at. It's not shock, man. Like, I'm just, I'm fucking appalled. I'm, I'm... Still, after 20 years of doing news, I am still just, like, sickened by what goes on in our society. Much like this motherfucker right here, Baptist Children's Director accused of child born also used hidden restroom cameras. Hidden restroom cameras. A Pensacola, Florida children's director is back in jail facing additional criminal charges for secretly recording people inside a restroom, including at a church. Escambia County Sheriff's Office confirms David Patrick Nims was arrested late Friday evening after more victims came forward. I've got a proposal for you. Maybe we should have trans people stand out in front of bathrooms and hold the hands of children as they go in so we can protect them from fucking pedophiles like this. Reports indicate a 37-year-old Nims was arrested back in June after a 14-year-old boy found a hidden camera in a men's restroom at Calvary Baptist Church located on Pine Forest Road in Escambia County. Report states that the camera was attached to the drain pipe under the sink in the stall. It was facing towards the toilet he was sitting on. Deputies checked the video clip stored in the camera and found one of, uh, one of a man retrieving the device who witnesses identified as Nims. All of them stated it appeared that Nims was installing the camera and was wearing the same clothes in the video that they saw him wearing at church that day. The report goes on to say video clips of possibly another public restroom somewhere else were also found in the camera. The youth minister... Sorry, I got a cat behind... Like, a cat tail startled me. He's sitting on my desk right here. What's up, Socrates? You don't appear on this show very often.
His fat ass usually doesn't get up on the desk. That's why that's why he doesn't appear on the show. As a youth minister, Nims was responsible for infants through elementary school-aged children at the church. Nims was booked into the Escambia County Jail on Friday just before 7 p.m. on four additional criminal charges. According to the Escambia County Jail's inmate roster, the victims appear to be two adults and two minors. Last month, police searched Nims' home, uncovering more than 100 files of child pornography on electronic devices. He was out! We watch videos on this show of people taken to fucking jail for traffic violations and dying in police custody. This motherfucker had 100 files of child pornography on his electronic devices and he was out. And apparently was still involved in the church? Uh, What? Like... If they searched his home last month and uncovered 100 files of child pornography, he was arrested back in June after a 14-year-old boy found a hidden camera in the men's restroom. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe he wasn't allowed to go back in the church. Maybe this is a poorly written article. If you are a person who rides for a local news station, I realize... You are probably fresh out of college. You are extremely underpaid and overworked. I know this because I've worked with you guys. Take some fucking pride. Read your shit and make sure it makes sense, please. This is a wild story out of Arizona. I don't know all the details on this. That's, what we're, that's why we're going to read it here together. This is from the USA Today. Multiple people, including a firefighter, ambulance crew, ambulance, ambulance crew, <laughs> including a firefighter, ambulance crew, were shot in a series of Arizona attacks. See, this is the cool thing about being able to do this on stream. If I had been actually on terrestrial radio and did ambulance crew, and cracked up about it and made jokes about ambulance. <laughs> I'd be kicked off the fucking radio. I should have been doing this 10 years ago. I don't know why I didn't. A string, I know why I didn't because like I, I thought I was too good for it. I thought I was above the fray. No, this is where it's at. Fuck that shit. My ass was trying to fucking get on the local AM station in 2017. What the fuck was I thinking? Why would I be on the local AM station? God damn. Because it gives you legitimacy. Makes people take you seriously. I'm having way more fun doing this shit. A string of attacks in Arizona ended Sunday afternoon with five people shot, including one fatality, and the suspect critically wounded by a police officer. 35-year-old man is accused of opening fire on an ambulance crew around 3.45 p.m. on Sunday in Tucson. Tucson fire crews were sent to extinguish a house fire while a team of medics were responding to a medical emergency at a park for an unrelated call. 
The medics were flagged down by a man who uh, pointed in the direction of the house fire before opening fire and shooting both members of the ambulance crew. Fuck! The driver of the ambulance, a 20-year-old man who was shot in the head and a paramedic in the passenger seat, a a 21-year-old woman was shot in the chest and arm. The man is in critical condition and the woman is... Wow, they survived! It was... Yes, Twitch was even called Justin TV! You're right. You're so fucking right. Before Amazon bought it. And I used to I used to fucking watch shit on Justin TV all the time. I I should have been doing this shit, but I didn't have like the equipment. Like I 10 years ago, I was struggling to be able to buy a 20 bag of pot, you know, and purchase my books in college. So like I but like looking back on it, I wish I would have, you know, used my financial aid one year and invested in a really nice computer then. Got a really nice microphone and some camera equipment. But also there's like my girlfriend in college really wanted to do porn and I didn't want her to because once again it was this like I thought I was legitimate and I'm gonna work in the real media business and I can't be involved in porn. Jesus Christ, my name is Justin Freakin'. Why did I not do porn? <laughs> I had because I, I had the access to cameras. I could have done videos and pictures that looked incredibly professional looking. Because I went back to college later on in life. I've been a professional t- photographer and news reporter for years. This is before OnlyFans. She could have been the fir- like one of the first on the OnlyFans. I'd I'd be a rich man right now, even if we didn't stay together. Even if it was just, you know, me, like, getting my residuals for all the shit I did from the beginning, I would be a rich man right now. But hey, hindsight is twenty twenty. It's not like I'm not having a, a good time doing what I'm doing. Oh, yeah! People that are not having a good time are these fucking crews that got assaulted. The suspect is also... Uh, <laughs> This is like USA Today. I can't I can't be like you're an underworked or a, an overworked, underpaid fucking college producer for a local news station. This is the fucking USA Today. This is badly written. The suspect also is allegedly drove to the nearby house. The suspect is also... <laughs> I can't even correct them. The suspect also allegedly drove to the nearby house fire and shot at firefighters and neighbors trying to douse the flames, the chief said. Now, in USA Today's defense, it could be like a wire story that somebody at a local newspaper did write who is overworked and underpaid. Could be somebody from the local Tucson, and it went up through the AP. I Now it's going to bother me. Looks like it's a staff writer for the USA Today. Sorry to have this media analysis here as we're fucking reading a horrific goddamn story. The suspect also allegedly drove to the nearby house fire and shot firefighters and neighbors trying to douse the flames. 
One neighbor was fatally shot in the head. A firefighter was shot in the arm, and another bullet grazed a neighbor's head. The firefighter was released from the hospital and is in good condition. A badly burned body was found inside the home, and two or three children who lived there were missing. Fuck! Okay, all the children who were reported missing have been found by police. A police officer responding to the scene encountered the suspect a couple blocks away. He said the suspect rammed his SUV into the officer's vehicle and opened fire. The only good thing he did that day. The officer returned fire and shot the suspect, critically wounding him, the chief said. The officer was not injured. Oh, well, at least he gave him a good scare. This is a highly tragic, really horrific incident with many unknowns. The investigation is ongoing and it's unclear what prompted the attacks. Jesus! Also, crazy footage coming to us from... I don't even know. I didn't put it in my notes. I'm sorry. This is dash cam video of a police chase, so I'm going to assume the cops were in the wrong. Florida Highway Patrol has released new dash cam video showing the moment a police chase back on May 19th ended with a crash. We might have actually uh, saw part of this. This is the dash cam here. Oh, fuck. This is why it's dangerous for police to initiate a chase. Wow. Fuck. Good job, fucksticks. Once again, as as with so many incidents with cops... Your actions are far worse. What? I don't I don't know if you were chasing a dude that was accused of murder or something. It was probably something stupid. They didn't respect you at a traffic stop or some shit. It was the reason you were chasing them. Whatever they were accused of, what you did is far worse. With your negligent behavior. And I, I guarantee you not a one of these cops will be held accountable. Yeah, it was probably some stupid traffic infraction. Somebody had a warrant for pot and didn't want to go back to jail. And I, I want to... Fuck! And did I, did I see somebody's legs hanging out there? Was somebody trying to get out or was that just scrap metal? Somebody was trying to get out! Watch closely right here. Somebody is trying to get out the back of the vehicle and this other cop rams into the back of it. Fuck! Yes, another cop flipping a car. Another. Don't even get me started about the pregnant woman they flipped in Arkansas, I believe it was. That cop is not facing any repercussions. Every single person who watches that video can say, wow, what he did was incredibly wrong. She was following all of the rules of the road. A cab indeed. I, somebody is trying to get out of the back of this car and they ram it. 
Fuck! God, I hope they're okay. What's that pig? Did he have his hand on his gun as he ran over there? Jesus! Yeah, Justin freaking posted a video. All right, let's talk about aviation for a little bit. Let's get off the cops because my blood is just... Blood pressure too high right now. Let's get... Which... <laughs> the second story is going to get my blood pressure boiling again. This is a kid, a teen, flying a plane in New Jersey... 18-year-old pilot said his plane began experiencing engine trouble as he was flying near Atlantic City. So he had some kind of a banner and he released it into the ocean. He was trying to make it to a municipal airport. He spotted a gap in traffic and landed it. Jeez, hell yeah. No injuries to himself, no damage to the plane or cars on the bridge. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Sully Sullenberger, fucking move your ass over. This kid's got some skills. He has a, he had a fucking banner on his plane, so he was just a he was just a working man out fucking trying to make a buck. Contrast that with this asshole who went to space today. And we're not even going to watch it. We're not going to watch any... We're going we're gonna to watch the relevant part for me to bitch about here. Where Bezos, you know, says the quiet part out loud. I think uh, every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer... Because you guys paid for all of this. <laughs> so, seriously, for every Amazon customer out there... And every... And you left some people off. The taxpayers of the United States of America, sir. Amazon wouldn't be able to thrive the way it has if it wasn't for the U.S. Postal Service. Amazon wouldn't be able to thrive the way it has if it wasn't for the tax incentives that you get from local municipalities. Asshole indeed. I don't give a shit about your dick measuring contest that you're having with Richard Branson and Elon Musk and your stupid ass rocket. I know some of my friends are big space buffs and I'm sorry to shit on your parade. I really am. I think space and aeronautics is fucking cool. I mean, I, I had some friends, their dicks were real hard about watching this asshole go to, he didn't even go to space, he went to almost space. He didn't go to fucking space. He went to like one of the the upper layers of the Earth's stratosphere. He's not even a real Texan with a stupid cowboy hat. The only the only thing that I am happy about with this whole thing today was uh, uh, Wally Funk getting to go to uh, to almost space. That excited that old lady, and I'm 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 cool with that. That's the only good thing you did today, sir. Only good thing you did. And you shit all over every your employees. You shit all over the fucking customers. So I want to thank uh, every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer. 
because you guys paid for all of this. So, seriously. And, and that's the thing. You're right. The Branson ad for selling trips to space. That's what this is all about. They, they see a commercial opportunity to do what they did. That is like an amusement park ride. They're going to charge people like 10 grand to fucking get shot up into the, the stratosphere. That's all this is. That's all this is. This is another money-making venture for these fucks. Fuck them. They went to the taint of space. God damn. Every Amazon customer out there. And And hey, hey, hey. I love you, Stephen Colbert, but fuck you for taking Richard Branson's money and doing that fucking puff piece on him and having him on your show. Fuck all that. The Lord performance was good, though. Thank you from the bottom of my heart very much. Uh, It's very appreciated. On behalf of the taxpayers that you refuse to acknowledge there and a sometimes prime uh, customer, sometimes, very rarely, I want to say fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Fuck you right in your ass. If only there were, you know, just plentiful stories about Amazon's horrid practices that I was able to just pull out a a fresh story about something horrible Amazon did to contrast with Jeff Bezos talking about how his employees paid for his little dick measuring contest. Amazon denied a worker pres- uh, pregnancy accommodations and then she miscarried. Where's all the pro-life fucks at now? Tracy, California is an hour drive. We're reading from Vice here. Tracy, California is an hour drive inland from San Francisco. If you're an Amazon customer in the San Francisco Bay Area, chances are your packages pass through the hands of an Amazon warehouse worker in Tracy. One day last October, Patty Hernandez, a 23-year-old packer at Oak 4, one of Amazon's six fulfillment centers in Tracy, felt the sudden urge to go to the bathroom. She dashed across the warehouse to a bathroom stall and discovered blood in her pants. Hernandez was seven weeks pregnant at the time. In the weeks before, Hernandez had pleaded repeatedly with her manager and the warehouse's human resources for lighter duty and submitted a doctor's note to Amazon's human resources requesting pregnancy accommodations. The note which was obtained by Motherboard, said no lifting, pushing, pulling, or carrying more than 20 pounds, and no walking or standing for more than 50% of her shift. As a packer, the last person in an Amazon warehouse to handle Amazon packages before they're loaded onto trucks, Hernandez's job was to lift yellow bins filled with merchandise that weighed up to 50 pounds off conveyor belts on 10-hour shifts. Some bins were heavier than others and were filled with cases of energy drinks, shampoo bottles, dog food. Amazon's human resources denied Hernandez's doctor's note, according to Hernandez, who said the denial was communicated verbally by a human resources rep. The Center for Disease Control says that repeated heavy lifting, standing on your feet for long hours, and repeated bending at the waist can increase the chance of miscarriage for pregnant workers. After being denied lighter duty, Hernandez said her manager, who knew she was pregnant, repeatedly asked why she was taking longer bathroom breaks, sitting and moving slower. 
My manager wasn't accommodating, Hernandez told Motherboard. He was on me asking, why is your rate so low? Why are you spending so much time in the bathroom? Why is your time off task more than 10 minutes? We were only allowed 10 minutes of time off task each day, but the warehouse is so big it takes six minutes just to go to the bathroom and back. Time off task is a metric that Amazon uses to measure productivity and discipline workers. Discipline workers! By tracking how often its workers scan packages at their workstation. I hope it's against the law. Where was this? This was in California. Yes, they have strict labor standards. Some some fucking states. The state I'm sitting in right now is an at-will employer, and what what happened to her is not against the law. Now I would I would think it's a uh, federal discrimination thing. Good luck on uh, suing, finding a lawyer to take the case. Getting more than just a a meager settlement. After Hernandez discovered she was bleeding, she notified her manager that she was having a medical emergency and could be miscarrying and went home. She asked for medical leave, which was denied! There's ways to get around those laws. You're right. You're supposed to have like the the 15-minute breaks. Like for every, like you're supposed to have two in in a six-hour shift or whatever. There's ways to skirt those. I I don't know anything about it. I'm not a, a, a labor law person. And good Lord, I haven't done any kind of warehouse work like ever. I was a stock boy at a drugstore when I was 16. That's the closest fucking thing. I swept the fucking floors and put out precious moments, figurines. I assume it's a a uh, federal protections violation, but once you're going to have to sue, it's a it's a civil violation. Not like somebody's going to come in and put the cuffs on a manager like they should. To me, it's far worse than a lot of the things that we treat criminal. Especially wage theft! But we don't treat that as if it's criminal. She asked for medical leave, which was denied according to a letter reviewed by Motherboard showing that uh, Amazon had denied her request for a Family and Medical Leave Act leave because she hadn't worked enough hours. You are not eligible for leave under the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act because you have not worked 1,250 hours in the previous 12 months. You have worked approximately 841 hours. But there's always loopholes in these fucking worker protections. An Amazon spokesperson was unable to provide a comment to Motherboard after several email exchanges and phone calls and a week's investigation. That week, Hernandez continued to bleed, similar to a heavy period, and stayed home to rest. Amazon never responded to two pending requests for California pregnancy disability and a medical leave of absence, Hernandez said. And so she resigned from Amazon, knowing that she had run out of personal time off. A week later, her nurse confirmed using an ultrasound that Hernandez was no longer pregnant. Wow. Amazon has a well-documented track record of denying of delaying and denying all sorts of disability accommodations. 
Yep. If uh, if no one knew my position before, fuck Bezos. Also, uh, fuck Aaron Lewis from Stained. I debated on doing this story. I don't even know like why. It's just fun. We're in the bullshit part of the show. Big Machines Scott Borchetta defends promoting Aaron Lewis's liberal bashing fox baiting country song. Because of course, what else are you going to do when you're a washed up musician? It sucks some ass. Aaron Lewis is better than Jeff Bezos. I'll give you that. And, 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 in fairness, I will go ahead and say Stained is one of my least favorite bands of all time. But I've been to so many goddamn concerts in my life that I have seen dozens of bands I don't even like. I've seen Stained twice. For You is really cool live. After I heard For You, I went to the concession stand to get a beer. My girlfriend got really... Because we were like front fucking row. And after after they played For You, I'm like, yeah, I don't even give a shit anymore. It was my second time seeing them too. And she was... Because I was really fucking thirsty. We'd been up front in a fucking concert for hours. And I'm like, I'm going to get a beer. Fuck this shit. I don't care. Been a while. Got Borchetta, Big Machine Label Group's founder and president CEO, has spoken up in defense of the company's promotion of a liberal bashing song by Aaron Lewis. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've been meaning to. I One of my friends actually, uh, I think he wrote with Aaron Lewis. Am I the only one... Which trashes Bruce Spr- How How do you trash Bruce Springsteen? How, what? How do you trash Bruce Springsteen? How are you in the music business? And you, like, revered Bruce Springsteen. You're going to trash him. The boss. And it advocates keeping Confederate statues. Now, the topic came up the other day about my quote about Confederate statues. I'm going to say the quote, but I'm going to censor myself. Because people people want to argue about me saying the word, so I'm not, I'm not going to say the word. Confederate statues are nothing but giant signs that say, N-word, don't forget who's in charge here. Robert E. Lee, the statue that just came down last week in Charlottesville, Robert E. Lee said there shouldn't be Confederate monuments because it would do nothing but continue the strife that which the South, I'm, I'm butchering his quote, but continue the strife in which the South labored under was something, something like that was his quote. He was against Confederate monuments. But hey, it could make this asshole washed up wannabe rock star some money so let's write a song about Confederate monuments. Orchetta's words appraising the song came in a letter to industry blogger Bob Levis, 
who had written a takedown of Lewis's divisive song, currently a conservative cause, Celebre. The singer for the hard rock band Stained has in recent years devoted more and more of his career to being a solo country artist, openly espouses polarizing political views in his songs, and in the process... Oh, and polarizing... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Variety, variety. This was... Once, and, and like, I, I don't want to, this isn't a badly written article because the written word is not meant for broadcast like this. I rewrite shit that is meant for print. It's heinous leftist, leftists wrote of I am the only one in his blog, which is well-read by many of the movers and shakers in the music industry. This middle-class right-wing wanker has recorded a song that should have been played at CPAC in between speeches by nitwits like saying to refuse the Fauci ouchie. That's true. Now, speaking of Confederate monuments... I didn't read this story in advance. I just, I thought right-wing asshole uh, uh, country artist, I can spin it to Confederate monuments. And that's why I put the stories back to back. Didn't know he actually wrote a song about Confederate monuments. But the damaged Confederate monument we talked about last week in Tuskegee, where the city councilman, the former city councilman, no, the former mayor and current city councilman, used a saw to cut its foot, that damaged Confederate monument has been deemed unsafe. This is in Tuskegee, Alabama. I fucked that up the other day. Nearly two weeks have passed since a sitting member of the Tuskegee City Council... Oh, maybe it was two weeks ago. I have no concept of time. Everything was the other day to me. Apparently it was two weeks ago. Nearly two weeks have passed since a sitting member of the Tuskegee City Council admitted that he and another man scaled a Confederate monument and cut into it with an electric saw. Yeah, we played the video of it. He was very proud of what he did. And I'm 100% behind him. City Councilman Johnny Ford and the other as-of-yet-unidentified man were seen on video sawing into one of the legs of the statue before Macon County Sheriff's deputies arrived and ended the incident. Ford, who was yet to be charged or arrested in regard to the damage, has remained defiant about the statue or his own actions. He's welcomed an investigation, says he doesn't mind being arrested, and claims he didn't vandalize the monument because it was done in the daytime and because people wanted it removed. Pretty good argument. I would argue you couldn't vandalize a a monument that is a blight on the surroundings to begin with. All right, let's bring this on home. You know I love cuddly animals. Well, this one isn't a cuddly animal. A mountain lion got its poor little paw stuck in a trap. And this cool dude rescued the mountain lion. There's this one day where someone called us and gave us some information regarding a large male mountain lion that they saw. Poor baby. Immediately made our way over there. And I like this this is just a horrible situation all the way around because like that cat gonna eat somebody up trying to free it from the trap, but you need to free it from the trap. Like, oh my god, I feel sorry for these dudes having to deal with it. 
Also, poor kitty, poor baby. And I'd like. Don't they have tranquilizers? I would think that would be the easiest. Knock it the fuck out so you can get the trap off its paw without it eating everybody up. Oh, poor baby! We had to immobilize him. We decided to do that with the help of catch poles, which we used to hold down his head and his hind legs. That that would be my like. Maybe they didn't have them. Maybe it would have it would have to get to the darts or whatever. They didn't have them on hand. And they they really wanted to you know go ahead and save him, but like oh god damn. You're damn right he's angry. He doesn't know what's going on. He's scared as fuck. He doesn't know you're there to help him. He's an animal. And yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to hurt himself worse. Oh, he looks so cute, too. Well, if... I encounter a mountain lion. I'm gonna want to pet it. You like? I'm gonna die of like getting mauled by a mountain lion or a bobcat, something like that. I'm, I'm a cat person. Allow me to add that to the list of things. I've said multiple times. If you hear that I OD'd or I committed suicide or they said like you know autoerotic asphyxiation, no, no, no. Justin is not into any of that shit. Justin is scared to fucking death. I'm a pussy. I would never try to hang myself in order to get an orgasm. That never happened. If you hear that I died of one of those instances, the cops did it. Investigate and avenge me. But if you hear that I died of choking on something in my apartment or I had a heart attack, totally plausible. I'd fucking eat butter straight up. I, I, I... I choke on things quite often, actually. And I, I, I think to myself, wow, I am a almost 40-year-old man sitting alone in an apartment. All I got is cats. If I choke on something, it's over. If I have a heart attack, nobody's going to take me to the hospital. Those are the ways that I am likely to die. Also, I will add to the list, a big cat mauled me. Because I was out in the woods. That's not likely. But if I am out in the woods and I encounter a big cat, it's probably going to maul me because I'm going to want to pet it. decided to cover his face with a blanket to try and keep him calm but he was still struggling yeah cause you can't you can't go over there and like try to pet him or anything cause fuck he's gonna eat you up after a little bit of time finally he wound down just a little bit and he, he wore himself out just enough to give you enough time to be able to get the trap off Yeah, and then you got to worry about him. Like once you, he's he's out of the trap now. Ultimately, I got it open just enough, and he pulled his leg out, and he was released from the trap, and poof, he just took off like a bullet. 
So I've tracked him probably 150, 200 yards. Just tracked him right through here and shipped the pole right there. Good deal. So they got him free. Hell yeah. No, we don't want to fucking Jeff Bezos's dick. No, no, we don't want to watch that video. That's been all over fucking Facebook. Why? Why is Jeff Bezos's dick been all over Facebook and not the story of the pregnant woman that his company caused to miscarry? Huh? Why that? I want to live in a society where we care more about the fucking woman that miscarried. But we need a palate cleanser after seeing Jeff Bezos' dick. So here is a tortoise and a hare having a race in Australia. I don't know why. Did you guys not expect this outcome? Oh, shit. Tortoise might beat it. I thought the bunny was just going to hop to an easy victory. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, my God. The tortoise is going to win. Oh, no. What? What? You dumb bunny. You were so close. Why'd you stop? Oh my. He still might beat the tortoise. Damn. Well, did you not have a carrot or something at the end of the ramp? Like, he had no motivation. Bunny doesn't know there's a race going on. What the, what the, what the fuck? I can't believe the tortoise won. Low and steady wins the race. Wow. Oh, guys, I think I'm going to dump you in a right wing channel. <laughs> I don't know if it is or if it's not. It sounds like a right wing channel. If it is a right wing channel, stick in there because I'm going to fucking troll them. <laughs> if you're on Twitch. Be sure to stick around for just a little bit in Freedom Flashpoint's channel. We're going to get noticed when we go in. And uh, I, I might try to raise a ruckus. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.